This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. We're down at six. A big third down. Hurts keeps. Hurts cuts. Hurts has the first down. And Jalen Hurts might have just put it away for the Eagles. Touchdown. His third of the day. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Monday morning. Coming up 20 minutes from now, we're going to start putting people in jail. And after yesterday, I mean, the show didn't have its best Sunday of the year, so I feel like we might have an extra abundance of people to throw in jail. So that's coming 20 minutes from now. We'll talk to Mike Lombardi at 10 o'clock right now. Let's dive into the NFC playoff picture here, Aaron. We just heard the call from yesterday's game. The Eagles run, and I mean literally run, all over the Saints. 250 yards rushing. 242 yards rushing yesterday on 50 carries. I mean, that that was the number one run defense in the NFL. And the Eagles just ran all over them. Aaron, it's interesting watching the Eagles because they started off slow. And they've Mm -hmm. picked it up over the last month. They're certainly in this mix now at 5-6 and in the NFC playoff uh, race. They've become the Ravens. It's like they just changed their entire offense a month ago, and they look like the Lamar Jackson Ravens. Jalen Hurts yesterday ran for three touchdowns. This is pretty remarkable. You look up at um, the most yards rushing against the Saints all year. Like, no Mm -hmm. one was even cracking 70, 80, 90 yards at a game, and they just ran for 242 all over them. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't know how you stop this Eagles run game. Jalen Hurts only threw for 147 yards, but they ran the ball 50 times. That's crazy. Normally, when a quarterback has 147 yards, you think they had a bad game. Right. Nope, not Jalen Hurts. Um, it's incredible. I, I guess maybe it's my NFC East bias, but I was saying last week, I'm just waiting for the Eagles to crumble. I don't think they're going to crumble. I mean, they're going to be right there fighting for the division. Yeah, I mean, look, they're not going to be an underdog in a game the rest of the year unless Dallas needs to play Week 18 uh, to get into, you know, a number one seed or whatever. But the Eagles' schedule coming up is the Giants. I think they're three or three-and-a-half-point favorites on Sunday. Then it's the Jets. It's Washington. It's the Giants. It's Washington. And it's Dallas in Week 18. So so they're there. I mean, they have a chance now to make the playoffs. And I, I agree with you said, Aaron. If the Saints couldn't stop them from running the football – I don't think anyone's going to. So, and, no. and I agree with what you said. It's why I brought up Lamar Jackson. Like, Lamar used to have those games where he threw for like 120 yards. And you're like, oh. And then, oh, he also had 100 yards rushing and three touchdowns. So the Eagles are live here at five and six. And uh, and I said last week, I 
plus 240 were the odds last week on, on FanDuel Sportsbook to make the playoffs. Those will go down. I think they have a real chance to get in for an NFC playoff spot. But how about our guy, Kirk Cousins? Paul and I were on the Vikings this week. And um, let's hear this, because Kirk Cousins uh, was great yesterday. I mean, not, not just good. But, I mean, the, some of the throws he made, three more touchdowns yesterday. Kirk Cousins is having quite a season. Let's hear from Kirk after the game yesterday, um, after that win over the Packers. You know, it's a razor's edge between winning and losing. We've been on the wrong side of a few of these as well. And today we were able to find the inches to, to get a win. But you obviously all know how close it is to it not going that way. So uh, we're aware of that too. And that's why you come away from this one and feel like there's a lot of football left and a lot of work to be done. Kirk Cousins yesterday beats Aaron Rodgers. All right, let me, th- let me throw something at you guys because uh, we, we... <laughs> today's not the day to boo Kirk Cousins. Kirk was good yesterday. Kirk won me a bet. Kirk beat the uh, the Packers yesterday. Paul, you and I were on that this week. That game was a fun game. Back and forth, score, yeah. high scoring. The, pa- the Vikings score late. I text you like Kirk did it and then Rodgers comes right back and then we needed more from Kirk and he did it again. Yeah, yeah. Well, he did also throw the game losing pick, but somehow it got dropped too. Let's just let's not leave that out. Hey, it worked out. I I was on the Vikings. I'm happy about this, but you know, for transparency's sake, Kirk was still Kirk. I mean, he he's talking about that that razor thin edge of winning and losing. Like he lived. That is his edge. Like that's where he lives. Like every game. It's it is like Joe O was on our thread, kind of texting about Kirk Cousins at 200 to one, and that's what is out there on Fanduel for MVP. Like, the numbers, you could make an argument. But that guy would just never get the votes because of the narrative around him, which is kind of crazy. But I think, the, I think you know, I know, Joe G, you're on them to make the playoffs. I think they are very live. I Maybe I've got to look at it a little bit closer, but my first reaction against the Niners next week as a dog, it seems like a Viking spot to me. But that's also chasing, you know, the team that just beat the Packers. So Right. So let me throw this at you guys because, yes, you said it. So in our text conversation last night, Joe O threw out 200 to 1. So if you look at the FanDuel MVP odds right now, there's, I think there's like 12 or 13. There's like 12 or 13 players with short enough odds that it seems realistic, right? It's the top 10 or so quarterbacks. It's Jonathan Taylor, 25 to 1. Uh, Cooper Cup might be in there too. Um, so there's I have in front of me. So 100 to 1. So, okay, so it's Brady, Allen, Prescott, Rogers, Stafford, Herbert, Mahomes, Murray, Jackson, Taylor, Burrow, Tannehill. Those guys are all 50 to 1 or shorter. Cooper Cup kind of sits in the middle at kind of is no, no man's land at 100 to 1 as a wide receiver. And then the two quarterbacks we just started this segment with are 200 to 1 each. Aaron, if you had to bet on one of these one of these two quarterbacks, 200 to 1, Jalen Hurts or Kirk Cousins? To win the MVP. I mean, this is the longest of long shots, but they're leading teams that might both make the playoffs. It's not totally inconceivable. Gosh, I might have to just go with Kirk Cousins. I really, I, I don't know. I, I did like, I will like light if, my money on fire instead. I know. I would obviously. I'm not doing either. But Kirk Cousins, this is the best season he's had. You know, I've watched him play when he was with Washington and. It's it's really cool to see his progression and where he's come. But then he does make those mistakes and you're like, ah, oh, there it is. You know, we used to call it when I worked at ABC seven, every time Kirk Cousins <laughs> threw an interception, we had a joke in our newsroom. We'd go, whoop, there it is. <laughs> he was always due for it, right? All right I thought it the is. Packers should have won that game, though. 
Um, you know, there was some mistakes. Aaron Rodgers injured. They easily could have won that game. So that's the thing about Kirk Cousins. He's right there. But is he good enough for me to be confident to take a flyer on that for MVP? I, no, I don't feel comfortable. The answer is no. It. 21 to 2 touchdown interception ratio. I mean, you're right. This is the, the best only season of reason career. we're talking about it is because the other quarterbacks have health issues. They, they're right. looking good one week. Then we don't know what's going on with their team the next week. I like Jonathan Taylor before I'm, I like Kirk Cousins. Yeah, and that's why he's 25 to 1, right? The, the two guys we just mentioned are 200 to 1 each, the longest of long shots, but they're both having these like seasons where it's like you have to accept they're doing a good job. I mean, Hurts is running on everybody and Kirk's throwing it up and, and having a good game. So Kirk wins yesterday, Vikings win. The Eagles, that's the kind of the bottom of the NFC playoff picture, along with the 49ers. And they they just rolled yesterday over the Jaguars. I thought that game would be a little bit closer. It wasn't. That was, you know, the Niners, Eagles, and Vikings. Doesn't it feel like those are the three teams that are kind of hitting their stride in the NFC? Those are the three at the bottom. And, and you just said it, Paul. That is a, that's a game coming up this coming weekend in Week 12. It is the Niners hosting the Vikings that's a gigantic game here it's kind of like the Saints Eagles this week like I right. mean, the Saints I guess are still technically alive but that was a pretty big loss and again you got Trevor Simeon at quarterback um I yeah between those two I just think I think Cousins can slice up that 49ers defense a little bit um so but yeah I think it's those and the Niners I mean it's a terrible spot for them and uh, you know short week let yep. down east to west Shanahan bad as a favorite, and they just dominate. And again, for the millionth time, friends don't let friends bet on the Jaguars, but we keep doing it. So I think, is this it? Is this finally it? I'm done. I am finally turning my Jaguars and Urban Meyer betting on the card. But uh, yeah, I'm loved that, you know, plus one, watch that game this plus week. one this week. I know against Dangling the Falcons, the right? It's I like, know. oh, how are the Falcons favored? But stay away. Just wait till Friday. Talk ourselves in. That's what we do every week. All right. How about so the Jags in a teaser. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Tease them up to seven. That's the way to go. And then that'll lose and we'll hate ourselves for it. So the Chiefs in that game yesterday, the biggest game of the week, the NFL, uh, excuse me, the Sunday game of the week on Fox. Chiefs, that game, Aaron, was so different than we thought it would be. That that was all the makings of a shootout yesterday. And the, the pa- Cowboys offense just didn't show up. I know they were, you know, CeeDee Lamb had the head issue. They're without Amari Cooper because of COVID, right? Became Michael Gallup out there and Cedric Wilson. It wasn't the same Cowboys offense, but I expected more out of Dallas yesterday. That was, they laid an egg on offense. Yeah. um, I think the story is really the Kansas City Chiefs defense. They played so well, were able to contain the Cowboys, and that was just another impressive win. So I really like what I'm seeing from the Chiefs and Pat Mahomes. Um, even though his wife and his brother annoy me, they're uh, they're quietly getting back into this thing. It's it's crazy. But you know what? Even last year around this time, nobody was as high on the Bucks. It took them a while to get things going. This is when you need to be playing your best football. That's all that matters, or the most important thing. And hey, they're getting hot right at the right time, and can't count them out. It was just a weird start to that Cowboys game. They they threw on all three, their first three plays, right? Like, whereas, like, yes. you've got this Swiss cheese Chiefs defense that you should be able to run on. And granted, look, Gallup was open and, like, for a big shot, and Dak just missed him. He hits that. I mean, that's a touchdown probably. And the, to- the entire game probably changes. But it was 
it was just an interesting way to start the game against a team that you know you should be able to run on, and it they just could never catch up from there. Yeah, let's hear from Mike McCarthy. He, he seems to think we're all overreacting here. Everything's fine down in Dallas. Here's McCarthy after the game yesterday. We didn't win the game, but uh, you know, by no means, we don't feel any less about who we are as a football team, by no means. So let's make that clear. We didn't play as well as we'd like you know, up front. Um, I think the healthy dose of the run pass was, was the goal coming in here. We, uh, we didn't achieve that. You know, uh, you know the, the turnovers, you, you, it's the win on the road. You got to take care of the football. Uh, just, just all the basics that, you know, you look out throughout the course of the year. We, we've done a much better job of that. So, uh, it's, it's a quick turnaround. Um, you know, hey, we're discouraged. We're not, we're not discouraged. We're, you know, we we're defeated tonight. Um, but with that, you know, we, the way we look at our team is we don't look at it any differently than the time we walked in here today. Look, I still like this Cowboys team. They're going to go to the playoffs. They're going to win the NFCs. But yesterday I saw some things with McCarthy that I, I still worry about Mike McCarthy in these – like yesterday, I mean, once or twice late in that game going for a field goal. Like, what are they doing there? I mean, they, they need to get in the end zone. I know that their defense was playing pretty well against Mahomes, but you, you knew they were going to get – you know, the Chiefs were going to have another drive. They were going to eat clock. It just felt like McCarthy was playing a game that was just – that's not how you beat the Chiefs. No, it's like we've seen teams do the exact opposite, like go for it on fourth downs right. and like, you know, go for it inside the 10, like when it's goal to go instead of settling for three. I, it's definitely like so they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to have a probably a home game. Uh, but yeah, as far as like longevity in the playoffs, that's a little bit of a concern. I will say I can't I can't say I love seven against the Raiders, um, but as a I think this is a bounce back spot for the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. I think the Raiders are absolutely dead and heading the wrong way. Want a teaser leg? Cowboys from seven down to one. And you can compare that with the Vikings up to eight and a half. You compare it with the Rams up to seven and a half at the Packers. Yep. As an option there. Yeah. I, I the Raiders, this was you kind of see it a month ago. This is just this is bad. Like their win total, whatever it was, you might so you still might get under. I don't know how many games the Raiders are gonna win the rest of the way. They looked awful yesterday all right let's also hit the uh the seahawks here quickly because talk about laying an egg aaron we talked about the the cardinals before we we hit the last break and we came back they've now won five games in a row as an outright underdog this year most ever in a super bowl era for that to happen it's pretty incredible and yesterday seahawks you know be, you know became the favorite because russell wilson's the quarterback we find out about kyler murray not playing again it becomes colt mccoy so the line flips at the end it becomes favored to seattle and Russell Wilson and the Seahawks offense again yesterday, they were terrible. Not yeah. just bad, terrible. I don't know what's going on with Russell Wilson. I mean, he has not looked like the same guy this season. And uh, Pete Carroll seems frustrated. It kind of seems like maybe this is this whole Pete Carroll, Russ, Russell Wilson thing's coming to an end, right? Like maybe so. we've seen the best football and this is just it. Because it doesn't seem like it's working anymore, whatever's going on in Seattle. I don't know if Russell's still like banged up, but he just doesn't look like the same guy anymore. And he did all that complaining in the off season and he hasn't been playing very well. It's, it's, uh, it's kind of a disaster to be honest, what's going on in Seattle. So, so let me dream for a little bit since we got about 90 seconds left. Seahawks worst record is on life support, but it's alive. Mm -hmm. All right. So Jags have two wins. Uh, obviously the Lions is the biggest concern. Kind of need them to beat the Bears this week. But the rest of the Lions' schedule, like, there's some potential wins in there. Vikings at home, probably not. At the Broncos, wouldn't say never. Home against the Cardinals, probably not. Falcons, Seahawks 
if it's alive, that's the game. Right. And against a Packers team that has nothing to play for in the last week of the season, if they get to, you got to get to four wins probably. Jad, the Jets and the Texans play this week. One of them has to win, so that's three wins for someone. Right. Um, <laughs> the Jags, they play the Jets later in the week, and the Jet, the Jags have been competitive against. You know, they beat the Bills. I just need the Lions to get the four wins to give me a chance to dream because this thing is falling apart in Seattle, and this is the third time. Cooper Rush, Kyler twice, I've gotten absolutely burned by this backup quarterback thing. It's done. It's over. I gotta stop doing it. Three hundred and twenty-eight yards and eighty percent completion for Colt McCoy. Aaron, you said, is it over for uh, Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson? Yeah, that was the end. I watched the end yesterday when they got sliced and diced by Colt McCoy in Seattle. Colt Joe is G. not that bad. I've been telling you guys this. But 328, 80%, he's not that good either. Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Becky Well Daily. When we get back, we're going to start putting people in jail after week 11 in the NFL. That's next on the Becky Well Network.